this podcast. Mic check. One, two, one, two. Can't hear myself. Mic check, check, check. I can't hear myself. I'm trying to figure out how this goes. Auto DJ is off and I fucked up. I don't know what's going on. I'm trying to record a podcast and shit. I got a bitch and she all on my dick. I'm out of fact. I got to switch it right up. I didn't want to freestyle, but I'm about to mute myself. So <laughs> this is just an intro. This is just an intro. I fucked up the welcome. So I wondered. And it's true. Welcome to this podcast. That shit is loud, loud compared to my motherfucking instrumental. You didn't get a good one. <laughs> I just love this beat, man. I wanted this to be the intro. Cut it. Welcome to this podcast. say it again in case you couldn't hear me, because I'm doing this by myself and I'm new, it's on my cell phone, I'm not too new, I'm really good at it, I think, but as far as this format, very new, you know, I'm used to sitting with a microphone, talking to people, (laughs) here I am with perfect brand new Apple headphones. Talking to my mic <clears throat> and burping in it apparently, but um, man, welcome to the Rondo Show podcast. This is episode three of season two, and to explain why I even have seasons and what that even means, when this show started, it was just me, but I did make a call to my friend 
a while back. And uh, it was supposed to be a segment on the show where I just called him every every now and then because it's a whole story, but I'm going to just break it down. Joint started out. Rondo talking to your man. Uh, Rondo being your man, talking to himself. Ah. And then I was like, you know what? I'm not going to release most of this. I'm just going to... I'm going to just do it with my girl. Especially since we talk all the fucking time. And she fake loved it. She's currently my ex. The podcast isn't why we broke up. But... She definitely signed on and quit multiple times. And signed back on to quit multiple times. It was hell, man. That shit was fucking hell torturous, right? Me personally, I like to be consistent and I didn't want to confuse the few listeners that I had because I feel like it's hard for people to get or hard for you, my listener, to get comfortable with me if I'm fucking up and I look like I don't know what I'm doing. I had a clear, perfect vision for this show, man. It's just when I try to involve people. It got fucked up. And then some people, why are you trying to involve people? It's your vision. Yo, I was homeless, man. It wasn't really the best thing to do if you by yourself. I mean, you ain't got no money, you ain't got no budget. I mean, and people are like, well, then why are you trying to do a podcast? People need to tell me what I'm supposed to do. See what I'm saying? Because I'm not a nine to five ass nigga. You know what I mean? I'm not a dead motherfucker, you know? I'm not a... I'm not not talented either. You know what I mean? I, I'm I'm not not wise. You see what I'm saying? Like, I can do this, and I don't need a budget, period. You know? I just need it. I thought I needed friends, supporters, the people who said they fucked with me, said they wanted to do it, all of these things. You know, I fell for the bush, the okie-dokie. You know? So, seasons... Became a way for me to separate that shit from this shit. And I feel like this shit is going to be the dopest part. But I didn't want to delete the old because it was, I loved it. I thought it was beautiful, you know, because I believe a podcast is supposed to grow. You know, I believe that this is what we do, you know, we talk and we live and However that takes us and wherever we go with that is where we go. That's how it goes. So, I'm going to pause this one second. I paused it. I don't know if you noticed. Of course you won't notice because it wouldn't stop because I paused it. But I just thought of something. I was like, this is what a podcast is. I can do what the motherfucker I want. This is what a podcast is. Do what a motherfucker want. This is what a podcast is. You can do what the fuck you want. That's why I don't give a fuck, you know what I mean? Because even if I embarrass myself, I'm not embarrassed, bro, because this is what it is. See what I'm saying? I'm not trying to impress. It's like, what what am I doing that for? You know what I mean? That shit is weird to me. It's like, if this is my podcast, it's like, that's a podcast. People don't understand what a podcast is. That's why they try to control it. They critique it. They get mad. They get upset. They post the, the clips, the comments. You know, it's crazy. It's like, what happened to art? You know what I mean? Being 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 received and understood in its context. 
You know what I mean? In within its understanding. You know what I mean? It's like I'm not gonna go to TV and expect them to not rehearse something before it because it's TV. But a podcast, it's not TV. You see what I'm saying? So people try to bring these weird elements to something that ain't weird like that. You know, something that's more free than that. You know what I mean? It's a forward thinking expedition to go on when you take this type of, you know, step. The idea of creating a thing like a podcast, I know it's been, the idea of it's been around for so long. But the truth is, to me, I think when they did that, they knew that this shit was going to be the only thing that really lasts beyond all of the other stuff. Or the best thing, how about that? It'll become the new dopest content, period. You know, don't nobody really want nothing else because, as you will see, especially with me, when I have the money, when I have the budget, oh, I'm gone, man. I'm taking this shit to places... Niggas that you see are famous because they have money and they get to beat me to a lot of my ideas that I thought of before they even had a podcast. I'm going to take it way past that. You see what I'm saying? And my point is, it's like, it's not even a competition thing, but it's more so a freedom to create. You see what I'm saying? That 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 was lacking because of this industry, this industrial, this, and then people even... You know, the fans, the, the people who receive, the, you know, the supporters, the people who matter the most, the listeners, viewers, they get trained to now critique other things because they've been fed this formula, you know what I mean? And they feel like now anything outside of that ain't, ain't, isn't good when the reality is their idea of good has been skewed. I think most people know what they like, but I'm just saying, society brainwashes us all. I talked about this on the show already, and that's another thing. People don't listen to the past episodes, and they listen to this one. They're like, what is she doing? You know, they have they talk shit, but they don't have context. And I ain't trying to talk about the haters. It's just fun to. It's really fun to, because I have a lot of points that are sound and undebatable. And it's just funny how people act on emotion and they try to tell me that that's what I'm doing. When the reality is you don't have any education behind what you're saying. You're just saying it because of how you feel. You see what I'm saying? What you think. But thoughts are just that. Thoughts. That doesn't mean it's true. That's what you think. So when you try to project that onto me as if I should live differently and live based on that. It's just funny because people say that's what I do to them. But this is what humans do to people. This is what humans do to each other. You know, and if people actually admitted that, they wouldn't really care about most people's shit. People that, you know, fuck up when people make mistakes and shit. Because now when people make mistakes, people act like you're supposed to be perfect, but people forget that people are people. You know, people forget that because what you, you're trying to do something for them. You're trying to you're trying you, you have a show since you have a show. That means you have to be perfect when when it's not human to be perfect. That makes no sense. It's just funny, man, how the world works, and it doesn't work like that, you know? It's 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 being manipulated to work like that, and the reality is, niggas like us, we set this shit straight. See what I'm saying? Comedians, artists, musicians, creators, we set this shit straight. And that's the true fact about the problem with a lot of this energy is, 
it's a war between technology, money, you know, resources, and then this attention-seeking thing on top of, uh, you know what I mean? How they, how, how, it's like, it's like, all right, there's more, there's more money in problems than there are in solutions. You lose more money trying to solve a problem than you do creating one. And you can make money forever telling people you're solving an issue when you just taking money for it. So it's almost like this is how the world has been engineered to work for the powers that be. And um, it's just funny because people always critique people on the ground level, but don't say shit about nobody who is directly affecting and fucking up their life. You'll critique Rondo because he has a show that ain't even that big. But you won't tune in nowhere else to critique nothing else. You won't advocate for your rights in no other way. But you're going to tell me that I should talk different. It's just funny. It's shit like that. It's like, don't listen to the shit, bro. Why are you t- listening to this saying, I, it's not a good listen. It's like, I don't do that. That shit is weird as fuck to me. And like I said, I'm not trying to start like this. And I'm not trying to even do what Joe Budden always does and start off a podcast in a way he's saying the whole time that he don't want to start. But I feel him on it because the shit comes up and you you just can't, un- you can't not say it. You can't not say the shit. I have to address this shit because it's it's just stupid. And it's like, it only affects me most, and people probably think I'm talking about commenters and all that. I don't have the trolls, not quite yet. It's people who uh, who think they know me. Who at some point when I was talking, never said anything about anything. Never said it was an issue. Never told me I had a problem. Never said I talked over them. Never said nothing. I was dope. They wanted to be around me. It's not until the show or until I try to do something that I'm exposing to the world that people start to act like they have this uh, right or just jurisdiction to restrain me because they looking out. That's what they say they're doing, looking out. When the reality is you're control, you're controlling me. You're trying to control me. And it's like people teach me, yo, Rondo, you know what I mean? Like your situation fucked up because, you know what I mean? You was trusting people and listening to people. And, and but you the same motherfucker telling me to listen to you. It's like at some point you gonna have to shut up, bro. Let niggas live their life, bro. You learn how you learn, I learn how I learn. Niggas is sweet, man. Niggas is gay. That's how I feel. Niggas is weirdos, they gay. You know what I mean? Because they're going to be on your dick. They already on it in a sense, but they're going to be on your dick when whatever you doing, when it, when it don't look like it's hated anymore and it's actually changed and people fuck with it and it's understood all of a sudden, motherfuckers will be like, you know what I mean? They're going to act as if they never misunderstood it. When the reality is, yo, you totally... Off, you just off, bro. You're wrong, you know, or or sis, so people don't feel specific, you know, like anything specific to them. Specific. Um, I'm about to pick this motherfucker back up. Had my headphones down. I don't know. I felt like I was loud, but oh man, oh man, oh man, oh man, what are we getting into today? What are we getting into today? 
what are we getting into? I think that, you know, pop culture is weird, like I said, because there's a million motherfuckers just, you know, talking about what exactly? The same exact shit, but they all not saying nothing because it's all industry shit, so they all talking around the truth, but they just talk about the same shit and dissect it all the way down to the 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 minimalist the most minuscule molecule that it could be, they break it down to a point where it's like, what the fuck, yo? How gay is that? You know what I mean? And then there's niggas who, like, start a podcast, and then they the pressure they feel is to talk about that shit. The same shit. The only pop culture thing I actually want to address is Pop Smoke. Because I don't like uh, skipping stuff that I actually... You know, felt. Rest in peace to Pop Smoke. Kobe Bryant. I want to say rest in peace. Um, And. You know, my condolences to everyone out there. But the truth is, like, when it comes to Kobe or anybody passing as a celebrity. I feel a pain in humanity and a sadness there. I'm not going to fake like I knew this nigga. I'm not going to fake like I was a super duper huge fan and was on it. And like I knew and I wanted to see this guy. I didn't want to see him lose, but I got hip too late. So it was impossible for me to fake once he passed. Like I was like, you know what I mean? Like a flaming fan. Like maybe I would have been, but I didn't know. Same with Kobe. I'm not a sports motherfucker, bro. That shit don't impress me. You know what I mean? Like, that shit is cool, I guess. You know what I mean? Because I know it's dope. I mean, I'm not, I can't do none of that shit that that nigga did on that basketball court and none of them dudes. So I can respect it for that part. But as far as like him personally affecting my life, and it's like people would be like, but you're black and he succeeded. So there it is. It's like, respect him. It's like, I don't have any, it's like, that's not my lane, yo. You know what I mean? I don't. I felt no connection to that man. You know what I mean? Like, I felt no connection to that man. You know? It's like, I don't want nobody to die. I don't want nobody to get murdered. But I didn't, I'm not going to fake now because I'm talking on a platform like I was like, oh, this man is my man. You know, this is my brother. This is my, I felt personal. Like, that shit is stupid. It's not true. And it's what people do. You know what I mean? In these times, people do it all the time around these times, and uh, it's just real sad how people won't, you know, let people move on into the next life peacefully most of the time, you know. And that's all I'm I've really brought it up for. I don't want to stay on this too long at all. So I hope nobody was offended, disrespected, but even if you were, I wasn't trying to disrespect or offend anybody, I'm telling them my truth on the subject. People love to talk about pop culture. Even the listeners sometimes want to hear about it. If you want to get that type of scoop, you might have to tune in somewhere else and then tune in to me. Because um, that's technically what I do. You know, I get my news from other stuff. I don't necessarily feel like I need to go retrieve it myself in a sense where when I found myself doing that, it was too toxic. When I found myself Adding the shade room uh, post notifications, I almost got physically sick. 
So that's just not for me. I'm not the I'm not the guy to, like I said, be on the pulse of the conversation. All this, all the world is paying attention to this thing. It's like you would never find me next to a nigga like Takashi. Is what I'm saying. And when I say Takashi, I mean like virtually, you won't find me like with the latest update about this guy. You know, because that's just not my thing. Um. I, I, it's it's too much hype around. There's enough people doing it, in my thinking. And I also, when I see celebrities, I also see a million motherfuckers around them faking and trying to be like this motherfucker, like to the T, that's doing the exact same shit, mimicking. So it's like, I know most people don't see that shit, so when I choose to do something, it's so unique and it's so forward and it's so futuristic that I know it will stand alone at some point. And people will understand, you know what I mean? Because, you know, motherfuckers get fed up. But like I said last, I don't know if it's formula, form, I don't formal ed. I still, I still have to figure out what that is, you know. Uh, but y'all know what I'm trying to say. So, but yeah, another pop culture uh, topic I guess I can address is this cooking battle between Donnell Rollins and Heather B. That I should have never even said shit about. But I thought I was being funny. I thought I was sharing love. Sharing jokes. Um, I thought I was... Uh, being funny. And at the same time, not necessarily clout chasing. But these are people that I've always wanted to work with. I never really... when I'm a, When I'm a creator... When I'm a fan, I'm a fan. But once I chose to be a creator... Once I decided to create and manifest art, I stopped looking at these motherfuckers like I'm supposed to respect them in this sense where I'm nothing and I don't say anything. And I just sit. You know what I mean? I sit and wait for them to, to, to bestow their 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 interests upon me. Like, that shit is stupid. You got to reach out. You got to put yourself out there. You got to click your fucking fingers on the internet. You got to press shit. You gotta, you gotta like photos. You gotta comment. You gotta interact. You gotta show love. That's love. Cause I don't know you physically. I don't know you in person. We never met. So how am I gonna ever talk to you if I don't find a way to do that? Especially since I have no money. I don't want to be like depressing, but even to this, like in this moment, currently, I've been eating ramen. And that's all I have in my fridge, in my cabinet. I got a bag of cauliflower that I'm trying to save, but I probably need to eat it because I haven't eaten vegetables all, all, you know, in the past two weeks. But like, yeah, man, I'm almost about to be homeless again. You know, my landlord is looking out for me, but I'm not eating. (laughs) I ain't eating, you know what I mean? So it's like. What the fuck am I supposed to do? I could go out here and clout chase, you know, really clout chase, you know what I mean? Really do some fake phony shit. But no, what I do is I show love in hopes that these people see what I'm doing and extend not, 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 you know, they don't got to put me up. But if you see what I'm saying and you say, yo, I see what you're saying, bro. It's almost like I don't need nothing else. You know what I mean? I feel like that's the truest shit. You know what I mean? And I feel like me and Donnell Rollins are super similar. 
I don't want to talk about him every episode because niggas going to say I'm dick riding. Da 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 da. Drop the motherfucking phone. Niggas going to say I'm dick riding. But anyway, Heather B went on live one time, and this is while I was in New York. I actually got to talk to Donnell Rollins while I was on the way into New York. Um, on the phone, I said that last episode, and then while I was in there, in, I mean, in New York, he, uh, he went on live again one night, no, actually, had the be happy hour, shout out to them, went on, um, Instagram live, and started showing this raw chicken, the inside of it, the outside of it, she was apparently about to cook it. And me being so funny to me, in my mind, and to my my circle, my my life, I've been funny. You know what I mean? I love I love comedians, but they, they seem to think that nobody else is funny but them. But whatever. I'm not saying Donald Rollins is like that, but it's just a it's a it's a weird thing that even fans feel like you're not a comedian, so how are you funny? You know what I mean? But whatever. People told me all the time that I should do stand up. My whole life. But whatever. Um like, dog, this fucking chicken, man, it looked, my bad, I keep walking past this corner, and it snags my headphones every time, I need to put these joints through my shirt like I usually do, hold on, but yeah, man, it's like, so, you know, the shit already looked crazy, man, it ain't like I said nothing new. I'm not trying to be an asshole, but I mean, the shit looked wild. The shit was, it's a funny moment, right? Because she is showing this thing that looks like a giant white woman's vagina. An old white woman's vagina. Or the mouth of a crocodile. Or maybe a dead whale that washed up off a shore. And this is Heather B's Instagram Live. And here comes Donnell Rollins. Joins the live, talking his shit. Right? And every time I would type a joke, this nigga would type the same joke, but my joke would go through first. And right under it would be his saying, he ended up saying that it looked like a white lady's vagina. He ended up saying, every time I put the, uh, the puking emoji, he put the same emoji. Every time I put the, the sick face, the green, you know, he did the same. And it was like, Heather B. picks Rondo and says, get out of here. Get out of here. This is love. I know Donnell for a long time. I've known Donnell for a long time. This is family business. Get out of here with your negativity. Yo, I love Heather B., bro. That lady is a fucking legend, sway in the morning, all of them. But when I talk to Donna Rollins on his podcast, and when I watch it and tune in, it's hate. It's beef. He said he got beef. He told me that on the phone on his show that he got beef with the citizens. He got beef with the, the happy hour, the sway in the morning, the breakfast club. And he going to address all the beef back to back. I mean, oh, at one time or something, he said... And what I say, I said it's plant-based. And why did I say it's plant-based? Because I actually listened to his show. Why did I interrupt Donnell Rollins? You, you dumb motherfuckers. 
because I watched his show. It was a joke. He said on The Breakfast Club, while they were interrupting him, that I was trying to add to the conversation. So what I did when I got on the Donnell Rollins show, I cut him off intentionally. One, to see where that moment would even go. And then two, so that I could say, I just want to add to the conversation. Because I struggle with that. People misunderstanding the fact that this is how motherfuckers talk. Some motherfuckers talk like this, and some motherfuckers understand it, and some motherfuckers just hate. You know, this is, this is simple. This is what it is. So with the Heather B thing, I guess she she might have thought I was a troll. I'm not saying she's, like, really mad. I don't know, man. But it seems like she is. Seems like she thinks that I'm, like, you know, in here trying to spread negativity. I'm like, yo, this is love. This shit is funny to me. How is Donnell saying the same thing that I'm saying, but I get blocked on Instagram? Yes, Heather B blocked Rondo the Kid on Instagram. And I get on her live, I think yesterday or the day, two days ago. She was cooking some fish. And that shit was shitty again. And it wasn't that it's shitty. <laughs> Yo, I'm Team Donnell, bro, because I knew this nigga first. He from where I'm from. The nigga let me call in on the show. I mean, not let me, but I called in on the show. Got to talk to the... It's, like, it's just funny to me. You know what I mean? And it's like, it's crazy. Because I watch this nigga get so much hate online. And when I say hate, I mean... Trolls or the citizens, you know, other people's fans coming at him, but he don't have. I don't see him having that mob of people saying basically shut up, you know what I mean, or suck my dick, you know what I mean, because we the shit, you know what I mean. And I'm sitting here on Heather B's live in New York City with my DJ DJ Ace. Shout out to DJ Ace of NY. Follow my nigga. He like yo, you know what you should do. You should you should start a hashtag Donnell Gang. And just, just, just do that shit. Just run with that shit. Me personally, I don't mind being someone's fan. I'm not afraid to say that. You know what I mean? Niggas call it dick rider. Call it what you want. It's support. How would he? Like if I was the if I if nobody else did anything or interacted with Donnell Rollins, but I was doing what I was doing, I'd be his only fan. But since I'm not the only one doing it, I'm dick riding. But anyway, man. I felt like he needed a mob of motherfuckers that he could take with with him, and we could do we could joke all day. We could we could run that we could run the world like that, and it wouldn't have to be like, you know what I mean? Like no 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 weird shit. It would be natural the same way. Beyonce don't even have to say nothing, bro. Her fans will 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 cut you the fuck up. You know what I mean? That shit is just true, and I feel like. A nigga like Donnell needs somebody. Yeah. I mean, a part of what's what's funny about him, part of his comedy is, you know what I mean, people picking on him, people making him smaller than he is. I watched this, his last episode, and he was, like, saying um, he was getting critiqued about his, his shirts being too small or something like that. And I was like, I think he secretly knows that that shit makes him look funny. Like, that shit makes the delivery of his jokes even Better because of just how I don't know how to explain it. Pause. Compact this nigga is like he's a little teeny motherfucker. It seems like when he's delivering these jokes, sometimes and say he had a teddy bear on the shirt or a sweatshirt with a teddy bear on it, and and the joint don't even it don't go past. You know what I mean? 
And it's like, it's just, the belt, it don't go past that. And it's like, it's just funny to me. I feel like he knows, he's in, he, he knows his bag. He knows his pocket. And, um, you know, I see that shit and I'm like, who gonna stand up for this nigga? When they on the internet saying, yo, he the interrupter. Yo, get the fuck out of here. Yo, we was trying to talk to Rizzo. Where's the, where's the 10 people that's gonna be like, yo, get the fuck out of here, bro. You missing it. You know what I mean? You missing it. I know he got supporters out there and all of that, but I'm talking about on some Beyonce shit. Where is Donnell gang? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's where that's where that came from. And I and I hopped in the live. She didn't like that. She blocked me. And I hopped in the live recently with the fish, you know, and I'm like, all right, we on. You know what I mean? Because I got another page, my photography page. I used that joint. Just to see and see if I could talk to her so she could not unblock me per se, but I felt bad. I felt like she thought that I'm really hating on her. Like, she keep trying to explain to me that he family and his jokes. Like, yo, I'm not saying that I'm hating. It's like, you never thought that other niggas understood shit. You know what I mean? You never thought that other niggas really felt like family, especially when they listen to this shit. Or they come from a place that y'all come from. Or y'all speak the same language. It's like when you see that, you're just going to say something. You see what I'm saying? It's like you're going to say something. You're not just going to be like, ah. Like, that's not that's not real to me. That's not how I, when I saw it, I, I, I felt like I should say something. You know, it felt fun to speak. Especially because Donnell Rollins is very responsive. You know what I mean? Even Heather, Heather B is very responsive. You know? They're reachable people. You know, you can interact with them. They interact with their fans. So I thought she understood that, oh yeah, it's motherfuckers who can beat you to the punch in a sense where Darnell Rollins, he impacted culture to me in a major massive way and it's just, he needs an unsung. That's to me. An unsung. It's like a story that's just now being told that's been being told forever and it's been as great as it is right now. But people only acknowledging it now for whatever reason. And I feel like, you know, it's like me representing that in a sense was like fun. It was like, yo, respect this, respect, respect, the, respect the man. You know what I mean? And it wasn't like I'm serious. That's the problem with all this shit. It's like, oh, he's serious. It's like Beyonce fans, they come at you because they serious. But I'm like. You know, eventually, it's going to be a rally of motherfuckers. I'm not saying people should weaponize their fan bases. That's why I was being funny. You know, I made jokes about the chicken. And Donnell Rollins typed some of the exact same things. And like I said, I got blocked because I'm me, not because, you know, because I'm not family. And maybe I'm missing something. Maybe I don't understand. But I feel like one day I'll be able to talk to Heather B about it and we can discuss it and she can set me straight. I'm open to that. Set me straight, Heather. Even Donnell, if you feel like I'm on your dick, pause. You feel like I'm doing too much. You hating? Say nah. You feel like I'm doing too much? Yo, let me know. You feel like I I need to chill out? You know, motherfuckers told me I was dick riding before. But then, once they said I'm dick riding, then the Donnell Rollins show followed me on Instagram on all of my pages. Including the DJ Ace fan page that that I manage. Because he he's came to one of my 
DJ shows before, back in the day, you know what I mean, smoked up, had fun and left. So me, I'm trying to work with these niggas. Like I said, I bring it back to my point. I'm trying to connect with these motherfuckers. You know what I mean? I'm trying to build something. But I don't know how to do that with no money, no without clout chasing, without actually fake hating. You know what I mean? Without actually tripping. You know what I mean? I don't. I'm not. I'm not that type of nigga. I'm not gonna run up with the shenanigans. I'm not gonna stand in front of my phone and dance in this weird, stupid way that I, I really don't feel that shit. That's not my type of shit. That's not my thing. But my thing is, is me per se, and I feel like I just need to get in the room, and then motherfuckers will understand that, you know what I mean, motherfuckers will talk, niggas will see, and even if they don't want to fuck with me, they will know that I'm an asset, you know what I mean, or I, I have the potential to be an asset if, if I've fucked with them, or worked with, with them, um, or, you know, for them, in a sense, uh, behind their brand, or a part of their movement, or just even one segment of a moment. You know what I mean? I could be a part of real shit because I'm young, man. And I'm not trying to be an asshole, but Donna Rollins and Heather B, they are older people. You know what I mean? They're not going to be around as long as I am. So the fun part about it is like, I want to be able to get to a point where these motherfuckers can mentor me and shit on, you know, shit on me and like, you know what I mean? Critique me. You know what I mean? Bully me into 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 getting right, you know, teaching me the game and teaching me the ropes, you know what I mean. Um, but you gotta get you gotta get close, and you gotta build these relationships. And like I said, how how do you do that without laying an impression on these people? You gotta you gotta you gotta stand out. There's millions of people trying to do the same shit. And then they really don't be having nothing to offer once they finally get through to these motherfuckers. I have a whole system that I'm trying to build. I have a whole industry, essentially, that I'm trying to build on the side of something. You know? Like, I like everybody, like, I'm not taking nothing away from nobody, but even Joe Budden, when it comes to him, like, dog. I've been on this shit. <laughs> I've been on this shit, bro. Like, I just, I, you know what I mean? I, I'm going to tell my story. This was the episode that I, I told myself I'm going to tell my story. You know what I mean? I'm a, So that it gives people even more context about why I be feeling bold enough to say the shit that I be saying. But, like, even when it comes to Joe Budden, man, like, this guy, the movement that he talks about, the fight that he's fighting, the struggle that he struggles with, like, dog, that's my shit. And when I say that's my shit, that's what I live for. I watched his episode last. And he, uh, 324 of the Joe Budden podcast. And he said something about, I can't believe that y'all really think that I'm for me before everybody. When the reality is he's for himself so much because he knows that once he's dead and gone, he would have pushed this thing so far for everybody else. Like he has to do that because he's by himself fighting that fight. You see what I'm saying? How do you sufficiently, I mean, uh, uh, I don't know how to say it, but how do you fight that fight when you're the only one saying that it's, it's a fight going on? You're the only one that want to talk about it. You're the only one walking out on these ledges all the time. He says it all the time on his show. He's the only one walking out and he want to take this podcast to the next level. It's like, Yo, he's trying to go somewhere that people essentially don't understand. 
and they want to manipulate, and they do all these things to compact you and to keep you here because if they keep you somewhere, they can control you, and they have you, you know, and then you die. By the time you're dead, your kids don't get shit. So they're trying to stop the seed at the at, stop the root, stop the tree at the seed, you know, at the root of it. So it's like I feel like, and some people not even intentionally doing that; they just don't understand. But I feel like with him, when I watch it, it's like, yo, I be talking to the screen like, this shit is crazy. When me and Joe Budden get to talk, bro, he's going to think that I'm lying. He's going to think that I'm mirroring him. Multiple people are going to think that, especially in the industry. All of them niggas going to think I'm mirroring them. It's so funny, too, because when Isaiah Rashad came out, I had the same exact hairstyle as him before he did. And what they was calling me, when I had, I had a fade... The little nappy fade that Kendrick Lamar had before he came out. Oh yeah, I mean before before not let's not say before they came out. Before they were known, if you know what I'm saying. Before they the, anybody gave anybody cared like they do now. You know, people got fake Kendrick Lamar love. I already brought that shit up on the show, but people don't really listen to that nigga until like what 2015, 14, or even a little bit before that. No, 2011, 10. Yeah, it's like niggas is late on him. And I was listening to him when he was bald. And I had the the nappy fade. And then when he came out, or with, when Mad City came out, niggas was like, oh, you little Kendrick, because you be rapping. You little Kendrick, because you be rapping. Niggas used to say that to me, and I'm like, yo, do you know that I've had this hairstyle? So I changed it. Grew my shit out. Grew the dreads and just shaved the sides. And here comes a guy named Isaiah Rashad. Especially, it's funnier. Because he's under TDE. <laughs> Yo, this shit is crazy, bro. And then these are the niggas that I listen to. So it's like, it's really wild. My life is really wild. It's really weird. It's really like, I feel really, I don't know, man. I just feel promised, you know? I feel like I'm meant to do a lot of shit. You know, I don't feel, it never feel forced to me like motherfuckers try to tell me it is. Niggas be like, yo, you doing too much. Yo, it's effortless. So how am I doing too much? You know what I mean? Like, doing too much feels like you're doing too much. For real. Like, it feels like too much. You know it's too much. Because you're doing too much. You know, too much is too much. But what somebody else feels is too much is what somebody else feels is too much. You know what I mean? That shit is, that shit is subjective. You know what I mean? That shit is very subjective. You know what I mean? If I feel like... Uh... The industry is raping and robbing us. And when I say the industry, I'm talking about music, movies, TV, uh, uh, film, audio, any any form of entertainment. They're using that shit to manipulate society because that's the perfect pocket to control the minds of most. And it's like ownership of that runs out all this idiotic evil shit. All the old dinosauric prehistoric I met. Um, ideologies and just the evil shit, the robbery, the murder, the the rape of these of these of these beautiful geniuses, these artists. I mean, these slaves to this system. Um. Yeah, and that's why I never gave someone the rights to my music. It's just funny because. Like I said, I don't know if I said this already on the show, but I think I did. But when I when I was when I started rapping, when I started writing songs, 
I was, what, 15 or 14? And back then, motherfuckers was like, yo, so what label? What label? What label? And I'm like, yo, fuck a label. And then I'm trying to school this nigga. Any nigga that was my age or an adult, I thought that the adults knew. It was surprising how many adults thought that industry was the shit. You know what I mean? I knew back then that it was terrible. I knew back then that it was evil. And how did I know that? Because when I listened to people, I didn't treat them like they weren't a real person. When I listened to an artist, I didn't treat them like they weren't a real person. When I hear Kendrick Lamar or any artist sing in pain, I hear pain. I hear someone stuck in a situation. That's how I hear it. I don't hear, oh, this is a good song. This is the song of the summer. And on to the next. It's like niggas is dead to people, yo. And that shit is wild to me. That shit is weird to me. And that's why I like podcasts because, and that's why I fuck with Joe Budden doing these pull-ups because every time he do a pull-up, he's not only setting, quote-unquote, setting the artist straight. Yo, this nigga be setting the industry straight. This nigga be setting the system straight. And he be checking these fucking fans who, who push these niggas off a cliff to kill themselves and push these niggas off a cliff to just death, bruh. Niggas is popping pills and doing drugs to keep up with shit. On your timeline, just to f- just to feed you, bro, because you're crazy. I mean, you're crazy if you think that I'm supposed to live and die by you and shit. Like, an artist, man, I give. You know what I mean? This is a gift. This shit is like giving to the world. You know what I mean? It's supposed to be respected. You know what I mean? Erica Badu said, I'm an artist. I'm sensitive about my shit. You know what I mean? Like, get the fuck, bro, with all that. Telling niggas what to do and shit and how to do it, bro. That shit is stupid, bro. And I knew that shit from the beginning. You know what I mean? That's why I never entered into it. That's why I never tried to. I didn't never position myself in a way where niggas would miss. I don't want niggas to get it misconstrued. I never. I always told people I don't want those type of fans who will make me feel like I need to go do drugs just to stay up enough to 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 feel whatever. It's like if I feel like when I meet my fans, they don't know me. It's a problem on my end. I've upheld some type of image to them that ain't true. And of course, there's going to be people who take shit out of context or project. And it's always going to be that. But I'm saying if the majority of my fans approach me and I'm uncomfortable, it's a problem with something I'm doing. I put it out. You know what I mean? I attracted these type of people. And the people that I'm trying to attract to me are only people who, who understand or want to understand. I'm not trying to attract somebody who don't want to, who's opposing it from the jump. You know what I mean? I used to think like that. You know what I mean? Convert, convert, convert. But my whole idea is like, fuck that shit. You know what I mean? Because the whole world is going to convert because my plan is, is, is best for everybody. Anyway, the whole world is, is going to convert. It's the same thing with like the cell phones thing. You know what I mean? People probably hate it on st- whoever, I'm, uh, Steve Jobs. You know what I mean? People probably hated on the idea of the iPhone because it was just him thinking about it and it wasn't around nowhere. You see what I'm saying? It's like, but now it's almost like common knowledge. It's in the back of our minds now. This is like the foundation that we build everything else off of. So it's like funny to me how niggas who serve that purpose, they get discarded, if you see what I'm saying. They don't get appreciated or praised or, or, or acknowledged even really. People just use the thing that they, they offer to the world. And that's why it's like me personally, I don't care if they acknowledge me or, or praise or nothing. You see what I'm saying? Because you're going to use my shit, bro. 
I have the credit. I have the masters. I have the publishing. I own it. It's mine. So therefore, I'm fine. I'm good. I don't need the fame, bro. I just want the money, man. Because the money is where we move. You see what I'm saying? It's where we move the... Was where the movement moves. You see what I'm saying? If if I have more money than you, I can now influence the the ecosystem. I can now manage and manipulate the climate. And I don't think that's power should be in one man's hands. Shout out to Kanye West. No one man should have all that power. But he's been in my mind this whole conversation because of his motherfucking just... His master's being... T- that shit is crazy to me. Like, I ain't gonna go there, man. I wasn't supposed to talk about pop culture this long. So, I gave y'all motherfuckers enough. If y'all misunderstand, I, I usually talk longer on a subject that I wasn't trying to talk on long, only because I hear myself and I feel like I'm being misunderstood already. So, I try to talk into understanding. So, I'm about to let it go because I feel like I have said enough. I, I don't really gotta say it no more. Like I said, the motherfuckers who understand will know. Joe Budden ain't gonna be confused about nothing I just said. Donna, ain't none of the motherfuckers I I know, love, and fuck with. Pause, because he Donna made that 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 a gauge up, like like none of the motherfuckers are gonna be confused as to what I'm saying. This is where society has moved to. Everybody's like, masters, own your shit, business, entrepreneur. I'm me, me. I'm I'm doing me. I gotta focus on me and I self love and self. It's like yo. Yeah, that shit ain't, it's not going to work for most of these people because they lying. It ain't real. They just hopping on the trend in the wave. They're not going to be consistent in it. It's that New Year's resolution shit. And with me, I'm serious. You know what I mean? I've been serious and I've been thinking about the same thing for a long ass time. Since I was 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, and now I'm 23. I turned 23 on February 22nd. And guess how many people called me? My DJ is the only one who called me and my mom. And me and my mom just now got a good relationship. Just now. Just now. And I still feel like that shit can go either way because of me and my toxicity and her and her toxicity. But it's all love. And I'm not a birthday nigga. Like, I don't care about birthdays. I don't really celebrate them. You know what I mean? I don't really... I don't. It's, it's weird to me to be like... Because I don't believe in a construct of time. You know, I have to deal with it. I have to believe... I have to understand it. But the reality is, we're just on a ball floating around in space. So the idea that today is a today. You know what I mean? The sun just goes to the other side. It doesn't mean that life is done because it's, that shit is just stupid to think like that. So me personally, I don't celebrate that day. It's like, it's weird to me. It's like, well, what to do? It's like, but there's a billion motherfuckers talking to me before my birthday. Like, oh, your birthday's this day? Oh, that's cool. Oh, 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 your birthday? Oh, your birthday? Oh, your birthday? Oh, your birthday coming up? Oh, your birthday? Oh, you about to be? Oh, you about to be? People <laughs> People are gay, bro. You know what I mean? And I'm talking about the 2015, the 2010, the 2011, the understanding, the educated people who back then who knew that back then it was a time when gay meant gay. When you could say, yo, that's gay, bro. And you was just mad at something. How they, you was like, yo, that's really how this system works? Or that's really how this restaurant go? Yo, that's some gay ass shit, man. I'm not taking away from, it's two separate gays. 
People know what you're saying. People know context. People know words. But what you try to do is force. You see what I'm saying? Shit. You can't force shit, bro. And I'm not. I'm not. I'm not the one of the motherfuckers who lives in that that existence where it's like it's already built in and beaten down into my mind and my mental that you know I can remove some shit that I've been saying since I was a a, a, a child. You know what I mean, I'm only 23, bro. I'm supposed to be like, I'm still stupid. So leave me alone. You know what I mean? I'm still stupid. That's what motherfuckers tell me all the time. You, oh, you 20? You don't know nothing. And I'm like, all right. Then why when I fuck up, y'all motherfuckers want to critique me? Y'all motherfuckers, y'all don't want to educate. Y'all want to get mad when I fuck up, though. But y'all told me I'm young and I don't know shit. So what the fuck is it? Which one? Pick, pick something. Tell me. And either way, whatever you pick or decide, I don't give a fuck because it's on me. You know what I mean? It's my life. It's my future. You're going to be dead and gone because you're old. See what I'm saying? All these old ways of thinking, bro, is going to be out of here, bro. And niggas keep trying to project that shit onto a new generation and then saying that they don't care. Bro, they, they might have cared more if you didn't try to force it on them. If you wasn't projecting your shit onto them. Maybe they would give a fuck. Maybe they would listen to an older person. You know what I mean? Me personally, I was an old soul from the beginning. I always loved older people. I always listened. You know what I mean? I always stood up under them. But I also was disrespectful. Also talked back, quote unquote. I put air quotes because, you know, that's an old way. That's an old term, bro. You know what I mean? I remember being in the house and my mom being like, you are a child. You're not supposed to talk back to adults. I don't want to hear nothing. Not no question. I couldn't say why. I couldn't be like, if I was really confused, I couldn't understand. Because if I, if I asked her, she would say, shut up, essentially. Maybe not those words, because that's not my mom is to the point where she don't even think shut up should be said. But she she and then my stepdad, he you know, this motherfucker. I was almost saying he's evil. <laughs> that's my old that's my old thinking, that's my old heart. You know, the hurt me, the child that was abused and went through all of the 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 drama, the hell, the trauma in that that place. Um this motherfucker be like, you are a child. You don't know anything. That's what he would tell me. You are a child. You don't know anything. You don't know nothing. So whatever I'm saying and you thinking, forget about what you're thinking. How am I supposed to use my brain at that point? It's so weird, bro. It's just really weird to me. I used to tell my mom, like, we argue. Da, da, da. Like, mom, it's 20, it's 20 something. It's 2011. It's 2015. It's 2010. Kids talk back to their parents. Niggas got a voice now. It's the same shit with these women rights and uh, even the gay shit. Even the, the homosexuality or, the, or the, the LGBTQ community. It's the same shit. You suppress motherfuckers for forever and then they get a voice and then they run shit and you mad. Why fight it though? You fighting it, it's just going to make it harder for yourself. You're going to make it worse for you. And you're going to die anyway, so why fight something that, that you're not going to have to live to see the, the full extent of it anyway? You know what I mean? Just, just, just go on about your shit. You know what I mean? But when people try to project their ideologies and the way, their way of living on everyone around them, that's where we are where we are in this system. That's why politicians and pol- politics still exist. It's still a... Still a Existing construct, and I'm not saying both sides ain't ain't evil. Sometimes ain't fucked up, ain't projecting, because sometimes gay people try to make it, or the LGBTQ community tries to make everyone that, 
And I'm not that. I still live in a world where that is weird to me. I'm not saying you can't be it. I'm not trying to control you. I'm not projecting my ideologies on you. But I still have different ideologies than you. So when you try to tell me that me having that ideology is a problem or wrong or immoral, that's not true. And that's not right. And that's exactly what you're doing to me. That's exactly what you're doing to me. You're doing the same thing that you don't want people to do to you, to me. So that's where I'm at with that one. Um, but yeah, man. Uh, long-winded ass nigga, man. Long-winded ass nigga. I didn't think I could podcast by myself, but I'm starting to love this shit. It's starting to go where I wanted to go because I get to say what the fuck I want. And you can suck my dick and don't listen to it if you don't like it. That's all I'm saying, man. That's all I'm saying, man. Because I could be good. You know what I mean? I could be good. You know what I mean? I know with the budget, you know what I mean? With the classes, with the education, with the lessons. You know what I mean? I always wanted to get enough money so that I can go to, go to school and go to the proper understanding and gather the, the, the text, you know, like the text, like the, 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 the textbook structure, the, the math of it all. The simple, so I could freestyle it, so I could take that and run with it. It's like recipes. This is how I treat recipes. I, I, I get an idea. They say, this is how you cook an egg. And I say, okay, that's how you cook it? Bet. That's how you get it done to the point where you can eat. Perfect. I, that's all I needed to know because everything else, I'm going to change. I mean, I'm going to do it myself. I don't need the rest of that. So with this, I'll, I always thought I would go to school for public speaking. I always thought I would go to, you know, I'm a psychologist at, at heart. You know what I mean? And a philosopher at the soul. You know, and I'm a very spiritual person. And when I say very spiritual, I'm not even saying like, I want to be so spiritual, so I I ain't done this new shit. I'm saying, I'm too in tune. I was almost born half spirit. I'm I'm almost half human, half spirit, because I'm too close and too tapped into that side of me that I will never neglect it. Because of some physical shit. Of course, I get manipulated all the time. But that's because I'm learning and I'm only 23. I'm not ever saying I'm perfect when I'm praising myself. For some reason, people think when you say something good about yourself, you're saying that you don't have flaws. That's not what I'm saying. But I am very spiritual, so... It's like... All of this shit... It's like I thought I was going to do it better, so... I thought I was going to go... You know, I, I, I'm saying all that to say, this would be way, this is going to be way doper, man. All of this shit, it just only gets better from here. And I posted on my Instagram, I was like, if you believe in me, drop a comment and tell me why you believe in me. You know what I mean, motherfuckers, that I know in person, didn't drop no comment, but have told me they believe in me, or how many motherfuckers view my shit, and just view my shit. I show them love every day. I tell them I believe in them. I tell them why. You know, I push them to, to keep doing what they're doing. They thank me for it. We have a brief conversation about how I'm dope, but I feel like they're only saying it because I said something to them. And when I when I do something as simple as, yo, tell me why you believe in me. Not one motherfucker did it. And, then, and one dude, he fucks with me and I can tell, but he couldn't even like... Say nothing, you know? He just put a little praying hands. I'm like, I mean, I understand you, 
But it's like, does that mean you believe in me? And then two, does that mean, like, how am I supposed to know why you believe? It's like, it's weird shit like that. It's like, people want to lie. It's like, tell me the truth, bro. If you don't fuck with me, you don't fuck with me, bro. And it's simple, bro, because I understand. To me, when I hear my shit, I'm be like, quality, quality, quality. Because people, like I said, they, they're not involved. People don't tune in too much to shit that ain't super, super polished and structured up. I mean, they are more and more now because this is me being who I am. And like I said, the authenticity, I said this shit to Donnell Rollins on his podcast. Production needs to reveal itself. The struggle of how you got there needs to be shown. People love that shit. But they don't at the same time. They love it from a celebrity. They don't love it from a nigga on the ground level. Because you on the ground level. You ain't shit to nobody. You just like me. So anytime you trying to tell yourself or trying to do something bigger, people feel like you sh- like you shitting on them or like you think you better than them. You know? So at the end of the day, if that's how you feel, it's funny because I just explained why. You know what I mean? And if you was doing something more than working every day or, or worried about this motherfucker or focus on celebrities or watching TV, you might have something decent like the same shit. She didn't never put enough energy there at one time, so you will never see it get to that point. Let me take a sip. I said, let me take a sip, and I just took a bunch of gulps. <laughs> Pause. So, yeah. Ugh. Man, oh, man, oh, man. I love gay people, by the way. I live with a gay man. Pause. In an apartment. Two-bedroom apartment for a year and some change. Yep, I did that before. So any gay person want to say I hate gays, you're lying. You just you don't know what you're talking about. It's not true. Sorry. Y'all can try that shit. Y'all can try to throw me under the, he hates gays, or he hates these people, or he hates white people. Or you can say anything, but I have vouchers for every situation. See, my, my past is so unique that I've gotten to taste multiple scenarios. You know what I mean? Multiple walks of life. So I have a, a huge palette that I'm pulling from. You know what I mean? I have a taste for very different things. You know what I mean? Like, just the same way Donnell Rollins can, like, be funny and talk about black, 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 and in the hood, his hood, hood. But then, get our soul. Say all that shit. Yeah. Now motherfuckers is even turned on more. They like, oh, hmm, hmm, hmm. This nigga's different. Yeah, you dummy. Why are you thinking that people are stupid? Why do you limit people? Who whoever thinks like that? It's just, it's just stupid. It's manipulative and it's old. It's an old way of thinking, bro. That shit is trickled down from a record label. That trickled down from a system. That's how the system works, man. That's how the system is run. Because the system is trying to control us all, man. You know what I mean? And I know this. You know what I mean? And I've known this for a long ass time. And I'm not supposed to be saying this shit because they're going to kill me for it. You know what I mean? They want me out of here. Any nigga just talking that stuff. You know? And I've been saying that. But like I said, since I'm on the ground level, if I say the government is after me. Motherfuckers gonna be like, yo, you're crazy, you're nuts, you think you're way bigger than you are, bro. You have an ego that needs to chill out, bro. Ain't nobody worried about you. You know what I mean? Let that shit go, bro. What are you? Why are you fighting for the world, bro? If you don't have nothing, that's what people say. It's just sad to me that that's how people think. They don't want nobody fighting for them. 
Yo, if we all thought like that, we'd be all dead. And I'm so glad that there's somebody somewhere thinking about somebody else. You know what I mean? But it's a balance, man. And that's what people don't understand about life. You need both. You need the toxicity, whatever you trying to t- t- tell the, us all that it's toxic. You're trying to label it toxicity like you need some sauce to make the sandwich sweet. You know what I mean? You need some. You need something. Because the contrast... Is where the beauty is. The offsetness. I don't know if that's a thing. I fuck with offset. Shout out to offset. Shout out to Migos. Shout out P. Shout out Coach K. Shout out the whole quality control. Shout out Lil Yachty. Shout out Playboy Cardi. Shout out ASAP Rocky. Shout out all these pop culture motherfuckers. Everybody I fuck with, man. People gonna know. People gonna know, man. Niggas know. I feel like niggas know, man. I feel like niggas know. I'm a cool ass nigga, I'm a real ass nigga, and I'm not on no gang shit, I'm not on no tough shit, I'm not on no murder shit, I need to get more on some money shit, but I'm not trying to be on some cutthroats, like dead inside, no heart type shit, so I'm I'm taking it slow when it comes there, because I really want to understand it before I just throw myself at it, because I feel like you get overwhelmed and then you start running with it, I'm not doing that shit, it's not going to change me, not like that, not in that way, not that soon, you know? So I'm at a point where I'm just like, yo, these niggas going, no, man, these niggas going to be like, yo, this nigga, yo, I, I, and I said, I don't know if I said this on the podcast, but I said this to my ex, I was like, yo, I think I make a lot of music, and a lot of the shit I be saying is for the artist, it's for the entertainer, it's like, I make music that I feel like the industry, the niggas who work in the industry will listen to it and be like, yo, I felt that, you know what I mean, fans might get upset, because they like, Damn, why are you telling us this? And why are you telling us about ourselves? It's like, yeah, you're a consumer. I know that. But you become very demanding. And I'm still a human being. I understand that. I make music from that point. Trying to not necessarily change that narrative. Because I know I can't do it all alone. But maybe I can. I'm not going to limit myself. But I'm saying that because I don't want those type of fans at my shit. I don't want y'all niggas at my shows trying to tell me how to do what I'm doing. I want motherfuckers who are going to support me no matter what. That's real. That's the difference between a fan and a supporter or a follower and a supporter. You know what I mean? You need somebody who's going to tell you the truth. I don't fuck with this, but I fuck with you. Not saying you do shenanigans. Not saying you put out trash content and motherfuckers say it's not trash. I'm saying, where? what is this cancel idea? What is this mindset that because you made an album that I don't like, you have to be gone now. You're not good anymore. That's not true, bro. That album was not for you. And if you are one out of billions, what are you? Who are you to think that somebody should make an album for you? You gotta niggas forget that artists just make music. We just make the art. Niggas just make the art and put it out. Whoever gravitate to it, gravitate to it. Motherfuckers be trying to hop on a train and tell themselves that they they like they love some shit when they really don't. They like some of it, and they want to pick apart and, and build your, build a build a person. No man, how about you get out there and create that shit? Create the sound that you want to hear. Since since Drake ain't doing good enough on this album, since you critiquing this person and saying that they trash, how about you go out there and do it? Because they're doing it. They're putting it out. They're not supposed to be sitting here with you and making music right in your ear for and performing at your your in your living room every fucking day. No, they make something for everyone, and you relate to it, you gravitate, to, you tune in. 
But you can also tune out when you when it's not for you. I do this shit all the time with niggas. You know what I mean? The 85 South show. Shout out to them. I loved that show, but it got to a point where it was too much. Like, I was watching it. It was like, I wanted to get something more from what I was watching. And I felt like they are what you go to when you need a break and relief. And you want to just laugh and just be silly and have fun. Not saying that that's all they do. But I'm saying that style of show that they're on sometimes when they're just being, you know, just funny and they just clowning. I fuck with that shit to the fullest. But when I'm sitting here and I'm missing education or I need tools, or I need knowledge or I need game or I need to feel like somebody, you know, talking about this type of shit or I would tune into Joe Budden sometimes. I would tune into Joe Rogan when I when I can't tune into Joe Budden and then because I'm going to get a conversation that I won't get from a Joe Budden. So I, I utilize all of these people. But I don't I don't I don't say that Joe has to be all of that in one. I don't hold all of them to that standard. I say Joe is Joe. I can go to Joe when I need a cup of Joe. Pause. And I can go to Donnell when I need a Donnell. You know what I mean? This is how you're supposed to do it. And I feel like people, they try to tailor make human beings to their, their, their life. Not saying it actually works all the time. But just the, just the attempt is a draining thing, man. It's a struggle that you create for these people that you're saying you love. That create content for the world. You know what I mean? They serve you. They serve a purpose. They relieve the world of the many stresses it causes for itself. And it's like, why treat that person the way we do? So, to take it off of pop culture, and I always bring it back on it, at least in this episode, because I've never done that. But it's hard not to when you got no co-host. But, um, yeah, man, like... Me, man, I grew up in Maryland. Let me back up. Let me back up. Mom and dad had a had a, had a son. Um, nine years later, had another son. My biological dad um, is a he was a. a he was a he was a he was a drug dealer. You know, he was a he was a drug dealer. He was abusive to my mother. He's a beautiful soul, a beautiful man. He even introduced my mom to God and he changed his life around before he passed. But that was a segment in his in his past. And like this man is amazing to me. But it's because I'm born nine years later when he's already a changed person. So I'm saying? I never saw what my brother saw. Never saw what my mom saw. They both secretly resented me for that. And him. Because me and my dad always had this special relationship where I didn't have to fight through no pain to talk to him. If you see what I'm saying. I know they had to fight through stuff Whenever he was around, whenever he came up, whenever, you know, whenever the t- his name was brought into us, you know, the, the scenario. So it's like, for me, you know, I just, I straight loved him. It was no negative. It was always support, 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 especially since I always saw this man fighting these people that 
like my mom, like fighting the narratives that they pushing on him. Like whenever he would come around, it's almost like he was already wrong. I mean, of course, I remember those nights waiting up for him to come pick me up because he said he was, but he didn't. I remember those nights when he does pick me up. There's another woman in the car and I don't like her. <laughs> you know what I mean? I remember them nights when I'm getting in the car and I got to move the bottles so that I can put my feet on the floor. Or I'm, if I'm too short at this age, I'm feeling the bottles roll under my toes and my feet. And he like he looks back and he pushed that joint back up under the seat. Hey, hey, you ain't supposed to see that. But he don't really care. But he cares. You know what I mean? He cares enough so that I don't say nothing, I guess. Now that I'm looking back, I'm, this is the first time I ever thought about it. But maybe he just didn't want me to say nothing, you know, to my mom. But he ain't. He, what he didn't know is I would have never did that. This is my bro. I, you know, I'm ca- I'm caper for my dad, man. I'm ca- whatever, whatever. Nah, man. Leave him the fuck. He's good, bro. Leave. Stop, man. I just hate watching women abuse men, man. I really hate that shit. And I've been abusive. I know that toxic, too much. You know, I'm, I have anger. You know, I, I can be a, a aggressive, I guess. Especially with my tone, you know what I mean. I don't realize how. My voice is. I don't realize how deep that shit is. And so, I get a lot of that from my dad. But you know, I was you know I did. I remember those times. But I was always able to look past it because of what I wanted to see in him. I wanted him to be the best person. I wanted him to be with my mom again. I wanted them to be around. You know, I wanted a typical family. My mom told me. These are things I forgot. My mom told me that I was three years old asking questions when I look at our family photos like, hey, shouldn't shouldn't this be a little different? Like, why isn't this man here? Why is it just me, you, and my brother all the time? Why is it just sometimes just me, my brother, and him? And why is it? It's like the photos were stupid to me. I was like, this is, what's happening? We supposed to be, ain't it supposed to be four? Why is it three? Ain't it supposed to be family? What is this split up shit? You know, she didn't know what to say, how to explain that. She let me understand it for myself. I don't never remember having that conversation about what divorce was. Never talked about that. Never talked about the idea that we're not together because of this, that, and the third. I just knew they weren't together. Knew it was over. You know what I mean? That's how I came into the world. It's over. You know what I mean, they divorced before, I, right before I was born. Um, so, you know how that energy go. And me personally, and it might sound better now, I don't know how the quality of this is, but I'm not walking, I'm just sitting, so maybe it sounds better. But, um, yeah, my dad, man, um, he's a great dude to me, man. I ain't gonna. I'm not even gonna keep saying it to me. I think he's a great man, like a beautiful, beautiful person, man. Special, you know. He did so much for 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 the for the for the for the world, his world, the people he loved, people he his family, his friend. He helped. My dad was a. He was a loyal, straight up. If I fuck with you, I got you, but don't fuck with me type nigga. You know what I mean? He was a real nigga, bro. He, he he got addicted to drugs at some point, too. And I feel like that played a huge role. And he was an alcoholic. That played a huge role in him hurting my mom. And, um, 
Yeah, man. It's like, so five years old, you know. I, if I look back, of course I have memories before I was five. But the ones I know mostly clear of and I have straight facts is as if I woke up at age five. Because it's as if, you know what I mean, I was born at five. Because before that, you know, it's a blur. You know, we was living in D.C., Fort Lincoln. And, um, yeah, man, like, my mom, um, she met my stepdad when I was five. And, uh, I always say it was some rebound shit because the nigga ain't got game. But that's me hating on my stepdad. I don't know if it's true. I don't think he got game. I think he just bootlegged, you know, rebounded it, used the emotion shit. Not saying he used it per se, but it was just a perfect, you know, he was right time, right place. (laughs) It sounds so fucked up, man. I'm not trying to say that my mom was easy. But she was literally on the phone in the rain, arguing with my dad, crying because this nigga was lying once again. You know, promising to do some shit that he wasn't doing, fucking us up. She felt like fucking up her children, you know, making us, just fucking us up. Because promising and all that heartbreak, letting kids down, bro, that shit really fucks with them. That shit really gets to them. That really, that shit will structure your shit to be fucked up. So she's crying, walking through the, and this nigga pull up in the car. You need a ride? Let me see this. And it's like. It's like, yo. Um, I told motherfuckers I'd be recording until 12 and it's 12.22. That's why they blowing me up, calling and shit. But, um, yeah, man, like, all of that, to go through all of that, and this man is a pastor, had a government job. It was just perfect, man. It was just perfect. It was like, it was just perfect, you know what I mean? I, I felt my mind going through abuse, man. It was, dude, do the right thing. Do the best thing. Make your, we talk about it all the time now. It's like, now that looking back, it's like, I don't know what else I expect my mom to do at the time. You know, as a kid, I was really punishing her for some shit that I didn't understand. And I could have helped her way more than I did. But, yeah, man, I just didn't like this motherfucker. Didn't know him. <sighs> Give me. He was already older than my dad when she met him. So it was just like, what the fuck? Who is this old-ass, gray-haired nigga in my house, bro? Get the fuck out of my face. And he used to tell me shit like, you don't, don't get, get off that couch that way. And I'm like, nigga, this is my couch. Nigga, I lived here for five years. It felt like 10 to me. And you going to tell me to stop sitting here this way and peeling it? It's like we had this leather couch and... uh you know, old after a while that shit cracks. And you a kid, you sitting there every now and then you gonna pluck a piece. You gonna pluck a piece, just pluck a piece, and pluck a piece. And this nigga, you know, old people get mad about shit like that. My mom, she never said one thing to me. And if she did, I did. It wasn't like it wasn't how he was making it. This nigga made it seem like he had to get rid of the couch. You know what I mean? He it was too much. Like 
I was just like, yo, get the fuck out of my life, yo. Who are you anyway? Why are you here? You know what I mean? I was confused. I didn't, I don't remember. She said she introduced us. I don't remember that introduction moment. You know, I don't remember knowing this man before I lived with him. You know what I mean? Um, I don't never, I don't really have time this episode to get into the whole story. But, um, y'all got most of it. Y'all got a lot. Y'all got 80 minutes from me. So, this is what we gonna do, man. We gonna, we gonna... We're going to, like, we're going to learn life, man, together. Um, It's the Rondo Show. Tune in next week. I'm going to pick up where I left off. Don't worry. And don't jump to conclusions. Don't miss it. Don't, don't, don't do what you want to do with it. You know what I mean? I didn't give you the full context. You ain't got all the context. I'm going to give you more context next week. So don't trip. Um, I appreciate you if you was listening this long. Um, I feel like I'm I'm doing my best here with this in my struggle, in my situation. And I'm I'm going to tell people more about what's going on with me right now. I just want to give y'all a lot of back. I want to bring, I'm going to tell my story. You know, I'm going to tell my story and just <sighs> appreciate you for tuning in. Let me know if you're tuning in. Um, follow us on Instagram at, well, me on Instagram at Rondo the Kid. You can follow my production company, my LLC at Kid Creatives Network. That's two I's. Um, in kid, and that's two eyes in creatives, and creatives with a K, and kid, of course, with a K, and network, um, and, oh yeah, and creatives has a Z at the end instead of a, uh, instead of a, a S, so kid creatives network on Instagram, follow the podcast on the Rondo Show official page, that's where you can tune in. And get like straight updates about the podcast. I don't want to do everything on my main page because people people told me I was doing too much. And now when I got multiple pages, niggas was like, you're doing too much. I'm like, nigga, you trying to tell me that, what to do at some point. Just shut the fuck up. So follow that. Follow my man DJ Ace at DJ Ace of NY. Follow the, the DJ Ace of NY fan page if you a fan. Nigga, fuck, if you not a fan, nigga, just hit follow. You don't got to even pay attention. Just click follow to show some, some type of support. At DJ Ace of NY Supporters on Instagram. Um, and yeah, that's that. On Twitter, follow us at The Rondo Show, um, the, the podcast, and follow me at Rondo the Kid. Me personally, I'm on my main account on any social network is at Rondo the Kid with two eyes. Um, and, uh, yeah, man, just please subscribe to our YouTube channel. We need subscribers on YouTube. I'm trying to, at some point, be able to monetize. I'm trying to, at some point, be able to take this shit somewhere. So I, I really need motherfuckers to help me um, support me, man. Or even if you don't really support, show show them, show YouTube that YouTube need to fuck with me, if you get what I'm saying. It's like they're not going to let me do certain things on there. And take these ideas where I want to take them, unless I actually, um, unless I actually, you know, have subscribers and have people tuning in. So I need motherfuckers spread the word. You know what I mean? If you liked it, you know, click like. You know what I mean? If you if you fuck with a post, repost it. You know, or at least share it to your story, or even comment like it because it's a good look on me. Because I got a lot of motherfuckers telling me that they fuck with me. But they don't do nothing. You know what I mean? They're not active. They don't put no money in my pocket. You know what I mean? They're not. They're not. 
They, I'm out here starving. I told you I ain't eating. And it's motherfuckers who say they fuck with me, but they, they willing to let me starve. And if niggas don't eat, they're going to die, bro. You know what I mean? And they say, they say, why why you why you trapping? You know what I mean? They ask niggas why they trap, you know? But whatever, man. Uh, and I'm not even in the worst situation. I know niggas with kids. You know what I mean? That's, that's, they got less money than me, so I know why they do what they do. You know what I mean? I know why they chose that path. You know what I mean? But whatever, man. We're not trying to keep talking. This is me closing it out. But, um, yeah, dog. Like, the Rondo show is so serious, man. Um, I appreciate you for listening. And, uh, catch me next week. Peace. Welcome to this podcast. I was supposed to do Hey Young World. <laughs> Sorry, Slick Rick. We're going to bring it back. Rest in peace to a legend, man.